Welcome to the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast, brought to you by GuitarZoom.com. If you want to improve your guitar playing, keep listening. If you want to improve even faster, go to GuitarZoom.com, where you'll find all of Steve's premium courses, masterclasses, and memberships that'll help you quickly and easily improve your playing. Now, here's your host, Steve Stein. Okay, check one, two, making sure you can hear me. Check one, two, see me okay? You can just give a quick shout out, let me know that you can hear my voice okay. Check one, two. I think everything's working okay. Cool. All right. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, thank you so much for taking some time out to join me. Well, what I'm going to be doing for a little while here is doing a series of workshops to try and help you optimize uh, your soloing skills a little bit. And the first thing I want to start off with in this section is what I've always referred to as meandering, really explaining to you what meandering is and how you can use it to benefit your ability to play. Now, basically what meandering is, is choosing a tempo, and this is really important, choosing the right tempo, but you're going to choose the tempo and then at that tempo, you're going to start playing along with it. And the trick to meandering is that you're not trying to build some sort of iconic solo with all these licks and things like that. What you're trying to do is develop an inner disconnected ability of being able to move without stopping around your fretboard to see what your fingers and what your guitar pick and what your brain is capable of doing when it's sort of shut off. Okay. So you're not developing a particular kind of lick or something like that. So let me show you what I mean. I've got the metronome. I've got just, I went to Google and just typed in metronome and this is what I got. So I'm going to use this for you and hopefully it's not too loud, but cause I can't adjust the volume on the, uh, on the website here, but so I've got this set at 120, okay? Now, the most important thing for you is that you've got to figure out what tempo is going to work best for you. And don't have an ego about having to turn down the or lower the tempo a little bit, okay? It doesn't matter. All you need to do is you need to figure out how these various techniques meet you, where they meet you, and how you can use those to optimize your playing. So it doesn't matter if you've been playing for two years or 20 years. You, you just have to figure out where you are and you start building from there. So if I take this metronome at 120, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play two per click. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four. Now, if that's too fast for you, you slow it down. If it's too slow for you, you speed it up, okay? But the trick here is this. Here's the rules to meandering. Number one, you pick a key, you pick a scale. Now I'm going to be using A minor pentatonic and it's always good to just use something that you're most comfortable with. You know, don't choose a, a scale that you're not really good at or something like that um, or in a key that's really awkward to begin with because you want to optimize your abilities here. So if I just take this A minor pentatonic... <laughs> just going to use that. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start moving around inside here. There's a couple of rules to meandering. Number one, I'm not allowed to just play the scale up and down. I am not allowed to do that. I've got to go in and out and back and forth and up and down and, and skip strings and whatever I can possibly do to kind of shake this thing up. So I can't just go for five minutes. I need to try and go Thank you. 
Anything I can think of. Any, and again, what I'm really trying to do is shut my brain down. I, I don't want to be thinking about licks and things like that because, again, all of those things are good, but meandering is a specific kind of thing where you're just trying to figure out if your hands and your brain can maneuver you through a particular minefield, if you will, which is the scale that you've chosen. Okay, without stopping. And that's the next rule is you cannot stop. You just play. And if you find yourself having, if you have to stop a lot, chances are you either don't know the position very well, whatever it is that you're doing, right? Again, I'm using a minor pentatonic or the tempo's too fast. So if I start this thing at 120 and I start doing this, <laughs> Just over and over and over, whatever. Now, it's okay to repeat things. Like if all of a sudden you find your brain is getting kind of squashed, you can repeat just a, an idea. You might just get stuck going, and that's okay. And when you're ready, you come out of that and you head somewhere else. This is a really important tool to develop the position on your guitar or positions on your guitar and your ability to be able to maneuver. Because what you really have to understand about soloing is there are key elements in most people's solos, whether it's a, a melody that you're using or maybe some licks that you've developed that you want to try and implement. But in between that stuff is meandering. Now there's more to this and, and in more of the workshops we're going to keep going with this, but this is the first place to start. So what I want you to do is try and choose a tempo. Again, you could try 120 and see how it works for you. And here's, I call it stress points. If you start trying to do this and you find it's constantly failing, again, you have to look at yourself and go, what is going on here that I need to improve upon? which is the whole point is you're trying to take the issues that you're having with your playing and kind of have them come to the surface so you can figure out what it is that you need to fix. So maybe maybe you need to work on that position better, right? Or maybe you find that a certain kind of movement with your fingers tends to always flub up and you need to try and try and work on that and fix that, you know, uh, maybe it's a string skip kind of thing or something. You need to become aware of these things as you're playing, right? So you're kind of, again, and I don't mean this negatively, you're trying to play kind of brainlessly, just seeing what happens. But as you're doing that, you become more aware of what is or isn't working. Or maybe the tempo's too fast, like I said before, and you need to break that down a little bit. It's okay. You just got to get on the map. You just got to start somewhere and then start building. So that's one thing you can do is just take a single position, whether it's pentatonic, whether it's diatonic, whatever. I always recommend starting with pentatonic to develop this concept. And then if you want to move into a diatonic scale or something, that's perfectly fine. But don't overdo it. Again, it isn't about your intellect. It, it's not about making chord scale relationships and connections. And it's not about any of that stuff. It's just about how long can you move without using your brain as much as possible, without just playing the scale up and down, up and down, up and down. You're trying to play in and out and back and forth and all sorts of different things like that, okay? And if you can do it very easily for five minutes and never make a mistake, well then chances are the tempo's too low and you need to bump that up a little bit, okay. 
If you're enjoying this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, go to guitarzoom.com and consider becoming a premium member. There are three memberships to choose from. VIP, which gives you instant access to a library of short but powerful courses as well as new bite-sized lessons each month. There's also Play Songs that gives you step-by-step lessons so you can learn to play your favorite songs fast. And finally, there's Masterclass, university-level training on everything from soloing to music theory, from blues to home recording. For more info about these memberships and all the premium courses available to you, go to guitarzoom.com. Now back to the podcast. So let's move on to the next step. So I'm going to keep this tempo, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to implement another position. So let's say I used my second position of A minor pentatonic. So I might just use that position and try and practice... just over and over and over, just that position. And now I'm developing this new position maybe I'm not as comfortable with, and I'm doing the same thing that I did with that first position, okay? And you can do that however much you want through all of these various positions. Again, the goal isn't to do a little bit and then move on to another position and then do a little bit. The goal is to really get comfortable with moving as many different possible ways in one position as you possibly can. Okay, so there's, there's really three options that you've got. Number one is taking a position and developing that position. Okay, the second thing is, is taking, or excuse me, the second thing is, is speeding up the tempo of that position. Okay, and you could do that with any position, right? First position, second box, whatever you call these things. But again, it's not, please, and I know I reiterate the same things over and over and over, but it's so important. It's not, oh, I just went through all five positions in two minutes and I'm fine. You got to work them over and over and over. And then as you get comfortable with them, you need to start increasing the tempo. Okay. Which brings me to the third point. The third point is maybe you don't increase the tempo, but what you do is you start developing multiple positions at the same time. So let me show you that. So let's say I start the metronome and I do this. try and go over and over and over as much as you can just moving around and you know if you make a little flub or something it's not a big deal you just keep going but if if you find that your brain is really shutting down or your fingers get locked and they can't keep going then again look at the position look at the tempo whatever and slowly what happens is you start learning to maneuver around your entire fretboard right so if we start that again Thank you. 
remember, at this point, it's not supposed to sound like music. It's just an exercise to develop your way around the fretboard at a particular tempo. Now, at the, at the end of all of this, is the most important thing I want you to understand is that what you're doing here is you're developing your ability to move comfortably at 120 beats per minute at this in this example in A minor pentatonic. So if all of a sudden you had a jam, whether it's a song you play with your band or a backing track or something like that, and that backing track was at 140, well, now you know that you're not able to do this at that speed. Now, you're able to do all kinds of different things, and that's wonderful. But your ability to maneuver comfortably at 140 may or may not be possible, which then tells you, okay, I can't be as creative in my motion moving around at 140 as I can at 120, right? So I need to develop to get to 140, or I need to develop a different plan at 140, because I'm not going to be able to do this. You see, so this is where, you know, the, the, for me, the argument of, of speed comes in where, you know, some people say, you know, more is more and some people say less is more, but the truth is, is musically, you can't just play everything as whole notes and half notes and quarter notes. I mean, you, the tempo gives you dynamics. So moving from an eighth note to a quarter note or 16th note to a quarter note or whatever the case may be is part of what makes a solo exciting. You know, if you just did this all the time, you know, if every solo that you play couldn't go any faster than quarter notes at 120, it wouldn't be a very exciting solo. A passage might be great. Or one perfect, you know, one particular solo might be awesome for something like that. But if you did that every single time you soloed, obviously it would get a little old after a while. You need to be able to break into doing, you know, eighth notes. You know, all of that stuff gives us that energy and dynamic to be able to go faster and slower. So this is a really great technique to practice. So hopefully this helps you a little bit. If you're interested, I have a, a guitar course called Guitar Solos over at guitarzoom.com that I would love for you to check out where I go through all of this kind of stuff and build the whole thing to much more detail. Um, so you can check that out again at guitarzoom.com. It's called Guitar Solos. And uh, if you get a chance, I'll be back soon with uh, an expansion on this workshop, and we'll just keep going and try and give you as much information as I can. So take care, and I'll talk to you all soon, all right? See you later. Next time on the Steve Stein Guitar Podcast. So this is a really great little idea to move from here, where we're going to start creating some phrases out of the meandering. Now, it's very important to understand that I'm moving a little fast here because you'd want to really develop this meandering skill before you move on. But if you've really developed it, let's say you're at 120, and again, I'm going to use A minor pentatonic as my example, but you've really developed that. So when the, when the metronome starts and you're playing, you're really able to... So we've been working on developing that. Now the next step is we start taking this idea. And again, this is, like I just said, once we've really developed this, right? We can do this. Now what we're going to do is we're going to voluntarily start chopping our meandering into pieces. 
Hey, Steve Stein here from GuitarZoom.com, and thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, can I ask you a favor? Please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with a friend. Your feedback means more to me than you'll ever know. And be sure to check out my YouTube channels where you'll find over 1,000 videos to help you with your guitar playing. Thanks again for listening. Stay positive, keep playing, and keep having fun. If you'd like some help with your guitar playing but you're not sure how to get started, go to GuitarZoom.com and look for the Help Me Choose survey. By answering a few simple questions, you'll get Steve's personal recommendation of the perfect course for you. All this and more is available for you at GuitarZoom.com.